We are not live, ladies and gentlemen. No, we're definitely not live, but we are recording our voices so that we can air them later. Yes, so welcome back to another episode of the Mercenary Musician Podcast. I am Chad. And I'm Peter. And today we're going to talk to you about how to book your first gig. It just dawned on us, we are 33 episodes in and we haven't done one specifically catering to booking your first gig. Yeah, so I was thinking about this and I was talking to somebody who's kind of new to the whole thing here, the... uh the bar gig, the full-time cover musician thing. Um, and it seems that a very common pain point is, I don't know how to get gigs. And I totally understand that. I know the feeling, um, although it has been seven or eight years since I started doing this. I know that feeling. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about some concrete steps that you can take to uh, get the ball rolling on that. I mean, I'm not going to guarantee you that you'll get a gig if you do this stuff. But if you do this stuff long enough and with the right attitude and in the right market, you will, well, and you're good enough to do the job, you will find a gig. Honestly, that last part, and you're good enough to do the job, is not even necessary. What that <laughs> That's really more necessary for keeping gigs. <laughs> uh, you can usually get, I mean, you see people play out all the time who are just like, how did this guy get on stage? Um, and sometimes they even come back. Uh, <laughs> there's, you know, there's, there's an, there's an answer to that, which I, we've addressed in a different episode, but the, the short answer is it could be, it could be any number of things that is the reason the guy keeps coming back. could be a friend of the owner, could be undercharging or playing for free, which I really discourage you from doing. Mm-hmm. Um, could be because he's got a great personality and he's wonderful with the crowd and you're just hearing him play poorly. Um, could be any of those things. I uh, could be drunk. could be having an off day. Um, anyway, that was, what, what are we calling tangents now? Lateral thinking. Lateral thinking moment. Yes. Okay. So I've got some, some tips here. The, the very first thing you need to, you need to think about when you're about to book your first gig is are you ready? That's an important question. There, as as usual, there are two sides of this, right? There's, are you are you ready? It's just a question, right? There's being too hard on yourself and telling yourself you're not ready when you probably are, and then there's the other side, which is you suck really bad, and you somehow think you're ready. Um, despite that. Mm-hmm. And really, I would like for you to err on the other side, the, on the side of you suck really bad, but you're confident that it'll, it'll go okay, because that will put you in the room, right? So even, I want you to, even if you think right now, no, I don't think I'm ready. I want you to think hard about what would make you ready. What is it that you think you're missing that would make you ready to do this. Okay, so the, I, I I want you to kind of have an action bias here to to some extent. It's the the kind of doing things and then learning as you go. Uh, I I have the exact opposite tendency. I don't have the action bias. I'm jealous of people who do. I have the analyze, study, prepare bias, and I will just like prepare and prepare and learn and learn and learn and never put anything into action. And things don't happen, right? Things can't happen if you don't take action. So 
I want you to lean on the side of action bias and say, maybe I am ready. Or if you're, if you're sure you're not ready, list some things out, get out a piece of paper and a pen and write down what, write down five things that you think you need that you don't have that will make you ready to perform for money. That's good. Yeah. It's, it's a good, it's a good exercise. You may not be able to come up with five. And you might find that when you're writing through your list, it's just attitude stuff where you're just like, I need to be less afraid. And well, that's, is that ever going to happen on your couch? No, you, the only way to deal with that is to go, just go do it and go Mm -hmm. take action. So first things first, you should be ready. And if you're not ready, that's, you know, one of the first things you should do is figure out why and then get down to the bottom of that. All right, step two here. I would like for you to be confident that you're ready. I don't want you to think you might be ready. Although on on some level, that's always going to be there in the beginning for most people. I would like for you to say, I am ready for this. And I, one more thing, man, I, I said I was going to go into step two and I'm sticking with prepare yourself for, the, for, for playing gigs. Something that helps me feel ready is knowing that the stakes are not that high. What is the worst that's going to happen here? I'm going to train wreck a gig. I'm going to get made fun of. I'm going to sound terrible. I'm not going to make tips. I'm not going to get a, get to play back here again. That's the worst that's going to happen. It's not death. It's not dismemberment. It's not uh, hurting someone you love. <laughs> you know, it's just that's the absolute worst that will happen here uh, mm-hmm. within reasonable parameters, right? So knowing that, okay, am I ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to possibly cause a train wreck if that happens. Mm-hmm. Right? Be be ready for that. And that's all you need to be ready for. You don't have to be ready for a fight to the death. You don't have to be ready for, you know, what, whatever. Anything, any Name a stressful thing. You don't have to be ready to jump out of a plane. You just need to be ready to, if it comes to it, be embarrassed and unplug and go home. That's it. Now we'll move on to step two. So wait, does it make sense then to book your first gig somewhere outside of like your? That's an interesting point. Five miles where you live. Or that's frequent? a that's a good question. Wow, I hadn't actually thought of that, but that's a that's not a bad idea. So in 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 our area, we're in Fort Myers, Florida, Fort Myers, Naples, Cape Coral, this whole Southwest Florida area. Um, there are so many venues, so many places to play, that really. I don't want to say you should feel comfortable burning bridges, but there's so many places to play that even if you cause it, like there are bars that I played in the beginning that are, they're just below where my level is now. Um, and so I kind of, I, I, I get the, my feeling is that the bars you're going to start off, the bars who are going to really hire like people who are, it's their first gig. Mm-hmm. They're going to probably be paying you near the floor of the area's rate, right? It's yeah. going to be like $150 for three hours type of thing or 125 for three hours. So like that, that kind of level, at least in our market, I, I know this varies regionally, but we're just, you know, add, add or subtract whatever amounts you think are appropriate for your area. Um, the floor kind of rate for a cover musician is like 125 for three hours, but like $50 an hour, maybe a little less. So the places that are paying that for the most part are going to be, Gigs that you're not going to want to play at in three years. 
you're going to hopefully be good enough and experienced enough and professional enough that you don't want to play at the floor rate anymore. And those places are still going to be paying the floor rate. Right. There's a, there's a place in Cape Coral. I'm not going to name names, but it's a bar that I used to play that would not budge on rates. And it was like the floor floor. It was like slightly below the floor rate. And I only took the gig because I was like, this fits my, this was when I was saying yes to everything that fit my schedule. I took the gigs because they were like Wednesday afternoons. And I was like, oh, great. Yeah, I'll take them. Don't do that. Um, I mean, do that. Honestly, do that in the beginning. Push yourself a little bit and take all the gigs you can in the beginning. But make sure you grow out of it faster than I did. Um, anyway, so this place wouldn't budge on floor rates. And I stopped playing there when I started respecting my my value a little more. And I they still pay the same fucking rate. It's the same fucking rate. And I don't want to play there. You could torch a show at a place like that. You know, don't don't hurt your reputation in a big way. Don't, like cause a drunken don't be drunk at work don't like fuck things up for anybody's business but you can experiment on these places a little bit honestly the stakes are not that high unless you're in a tiny little town and there's three venues and you need to make sure you're playing at all of them that's an interesting point maybe that's how you approach this is you also are evaluating the venue right so it kind of takes some of the stress off of you because you're also seeing if it's the right fit for you too moving forward that's that's another good way to think about that. That's right? very Shifting chat. the mentality uh, can definitely help kind of relieve some of that stress, some of those butterflies, so to speak. Yeah, it, um, it is a partnership. You're working together. And uh, I, I remember the first time I really realized like, oh, this venue like needs me more than I need them. Mm-hmm. You know, I got you'll have a gig um, where, you know, and country clubs aren't like that, obviously. But um, some bars are definitely are very much like that. Where they're like, oh, you're like, are, you're like the reason people come here mm-hmm. on this on this time. Like you pack the place out, and and I want to back up a little bit. The following thing, right? This is not how you book your gigs, but a following will build if you play at a place long enough and you fit well. Right. Um. So followings build, right? You don't bring them around what's to new bars. Draw? Yeah. What's your draw? Is a red flag question for venues, but you. Basically, you know, you'll get you'll get to a point at some at some point in your career if you do this the way I did, where you'll kind of realize like, oh, we can't lose you, and they'll give you raises when you ask, and they'll, you know, they give you food, and like they'll treat you really well because they value their relationship with you. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh fuck, yeah, we pay this fucking guy to be no, here. So now you've do... become an intricate part of their operation. That's right. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So you are on on some level. You're evaluating these venues too, less so in the beginning because you're, I don't want to use the word desperate, but you're hungrier mm-hmm. for gigs, right? Um, it's it's pretty important. You got to make your bones. You got to make your bones. And it, it's pretty important not to seem desperate. <laughs> I'll say that. So uh, I I would, you know, there, there are a lot of different ways to approach this. It, it, it'll depend on the person you're talking to um, about booking, which we'll get into in a second here. Um but it's, um, yeah, it'll depend on the person you're, you're speaking to when you're booking, but there are, there are kind of different, all different kinds of approaches here. You could just be really upfront and say like, Hey, you know, I'm brand new to this. Um, I'm pretty good and this would be my first gig. So you'd be kind of giving me a shot. Um, or you, you know, or you could be a little more aloof and just be like, yeah, I've, I've got Saturday evenings free mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, you know, there are different, different approaches there. Um, my approach is usually just to try to make friends with everybody. 
Um, if, if you make friends with everybody, friends will take care of you. And that's you know, just a good way to get, kind of go through life. Okay, so step two. <laughs> so you, you need to... Um, you need to have a demo, right? You you should have a video, and this is just so easy. When I when I first did this, I had to go into a studio and record a CD, you know, and and put down, you know upload it to my computer, and then oh wait, what is it? Yeah, download it to mm-hmm. my computer, and then email it to you know. And you're still going to be emailing sometimes, but a, a lot of this is I think the vast majority of my booking now is done through Instagram. Okay. Um, I I do get emails from time to time also. But having a demo of yourself, your Instagram can be your demo reel, basically. Uh, just get in front of a camera, play a couple of songs, maybe throw a little personality in there, say, hey, I'm Peter, and uh, this is a, a cover I like by this band. Play the song, put it on your Instagram, and you can use that as your demo reel. But basically, you just need to have something somewhere where someone can see what you sound like and what you look like. And... Well, you sound like what you look like. That's that's it. Yep. So be clean shaven. Not you can have a beard. I have a beard, but you know, be be neat, well groomed. Unkempt. Uh, yeah, don't be unkempt. Uh, shirts ironed. You know, I'd go button button up for the vast majority of it, probably, no. or a collared shirt, depending on what you're looking for. I mean, it it does depend on what you're looking for, but you know, don't wear. Like a big baggy sleep shirt. Yeah, we have a whole episode of back uh, how to market yourself where we kind of elaborated further on how to do this and the type of marketing materials you need to bring to capture that gig, if you will. Yeah, yeah. A few covers. Go back. um, A few covers. Yeah, there's an episode about this. A few covers of you singing and playing of what the act would sound like. And that's just that's just that's about it for demo stuff. That's all you need, really. Well, I know we had talked of like... uh, a business card with maybe like a QR code that takes you right to your Instagram page. Where, yeah, that's where a little, are. that's a little fancier. You mm-hmm. can do that. Well, you just go off of uh, Vistaprint. It's fairly inexpensive. Yeah. They usually have promotional for first time purchasers. Yeah. Business cards help. Um, it just makes you look a little more professional and it's, yeah, I, I would get business cards for sure. That's it for step two. Really? You just have to have a demo. The, probably the most important part here. Step three is your social network. I know this is like, Sometimes I feel like I say this and it's just like, ah, this again, but it's just so, so important. It can't be overstated. Your friends, the people you work with, they're who get you gigs. I I don't, I don't look for gigs anymore. They come to me and it's because of a social network that knows about me, likes me, knows I'm professional, knows I'm good. And I get the phone calls and the text messages and I, I've got a full, you know, I'm not worried about Sunday whatsoever, about losing my Sunday gig whatsoever. And first of all, it, it may come back in a couple of months and I'll just have it have it there. But I'm I'm just not concerned about it because I haven't been concerned about booking in two years, three years. That's going to feel good. It, it feels great. Yeah. It's just like I my schedule fills up more than I can handle. I turn down stuff based on on literally just word of mouth. So that... And it takes time. It took. It wasn't like that always, but it just it takes time. And it's building a social network. It's making friends. It's talking to your friends about this stuff. It's telling them what you do. It's about showing them what you do. So this is social media is a, is a good. Uh, social media is is a, a corollary to um, to this social network idea, right? There's the, your in person social network, but the social media can can serve a lot of that same function. 
show people what you do. It's, you know, post on Instagram. Uh, I, you know, I would say TikTok and Facebook too, but basically post on all younger post on all of early twenties. The thing about TikTok is it's not like local. It's not like localized, Mm -hmm. right? I think you can tag your hometown, but it's not, it's not like a good place to be like, Hey, I've got a show coming in a week because right. it's not it doesn't work like that it just shows everyone in the fucking world who might have in, like aligning interest anyway I'm I'm still learning social media myself but basically get the great thing about Instagram here for this purpose is you can follow all the local country clubs if you wanted to you could follow all the local bars you could follow all the local live musicians and you can chat with them Smart. Right there. You just, you know. So uh, there's step three. Um, re- step four. <laughs> um, step four, real quick. Um, visit these venues and introduce yourself. Go in person and ask who books the music yeah. and then talk to that person. Um, you can also research the venues online. We kind of just talked about that. Um, see where the live music is happening. Uh, and that's it. Take action. Take action. That's it. Yeah. Do cool. do some research on the venues. B- develop your social network. Get a demo. Make sure you're ready in reverse order. And then let us know how it went. Yeah. Let me repeat those in the the actual order. All right. Make sure you're ready and err on the side of I am ready. Step one. Step one. Step step two. Put a demo together. You can do this on Instagram. You can just take a video on your phone um, or videos on your phone more uh, more likely. Um, step three, develop a social network. Tell your friends what you're trying to do and see if they will help you. Um, and make friends with people who work in, uh, work in the places you want to uh, work. Step four? Correct. Uh, <laughs> visit the venues and introduce yourself to the... Uh, to the person who books music or the manager or whoever. If not, if this is a, this is a key here. If you can't get in touch with the manager or the person who books music, still be nice, make friends with whoever you're talking to, because they're going to tell whatever message they give. It's like, yeah, this, they'll be much more likely to paint you in positive light if they liked you. Yep. Um, and you can research these venues online. Uh, Instagram is a great place to do this. Um, hashtag Fort Myers live music, stuff like that type of thing. Priceless. And that's it. All right, folks. Get your first gig. Let me know how it goes. You heard it here first. We'll see you on the next one.